What's that sound? It's the whistle of the Silver Tsunami Express coming down the tracks. Are you interested in nursing career opportunities with the population of aging baby boomers that's growing by the minute? We'll be talking about how to find or create those opportunities here on episode 14 of the Nurse Keith Show. Welcome to the Nurse Keith Show, where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in again to the Nurse Keith Show, everyone. Welcome. You're here for episode 14, and we're talking about nursing careers and the aging population here in the United States and all over the world. So in 2015, we can clearly see that our population is getting older, and this is happening, folks, at an exponential rate. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration on Aging, There were 39.6 million Americans aged 65 or older back in 2009. That was about 13% of the total population of the United States. By 2030, they're projecting that the number of Americans 65 and older will be 72 million, double the 2009 figure. This will be about 19 to 20% of the citizens of the United States. So taking that significant growth of the population of older Americans into account, the career opportunities for nurses are tremendous. So if you're a nurse or a nurse entrepreneur and you're geared towards working with elders, things are looking very bright for you in the next several decades. The silver tsunami is a term that's been in use for a couple years now, and it refers to the wave of baby boomers that's breaking upon our collective shores as they reach retirement age. And this wave is projected to last for quite a long time. This is no small demographic shift, and the implications for healthcare are really measureless, even as everyone's busy trying to measure it. So, for us nurses or nurse entrepreneurs, this tsunami is a golden opportunity, and we can ride this wave if we're moved to do so. Whether you live in the United States or another country that's seeing a similar demographic shift, The opportunities are there for the taking, and we're going to talk about those right now. This baby boom generation is beginning to leave the workforce, and they're leaving it in earnest. And their retirement years are going to be spent in a variety of circumstances. This particular generation is generally very well educated. They probably have the highest expectations in terms of lifestyle of any generation in American history in terms of what they want and what services they're looking for. While not every baby boomer is wealthy, there's a relative level of financial stability, and they're probably pretty prepared for what's coming with long-term care insurance, IRAs that are going to help them get through their retirement and the tough financial times. So a lot of them are really ready for what's coming down the pike for them. This generation wants to be comfortable, They want to live independently at home as long as possible, 
and many would probably prefer to die at home too if that's at all possible. And in order to do these things, they need savvy healthcare professionals who can deliver the services that they want, and that's where you come in. When it comes to aging Americans, nurses who'd like to remain working in traditional clinical settings like long-term care, ambulatory surgery centers, home care, hospice, assisted living, are going to do really well in terms of jobs in the years to come. These facilities are going to continue to hire nurses as the census of elderly Americans increases and as the need for particular services continues to mushroom. Regarding dementia care, including but not limited to Alzheimer's, nurses who want to and are willing to specialize in these particular areas are really going to be in demand. And those who develop the expertise in cognitive changes of aging are really going to have a lot of opportunities opening up to them. So meanwhile, as people live longer, there's going to be more need for joint replacement surgeries, rehab, all sorts of interventions and services that nurses need to be a part of in the plan of care. And when those lives begin to draw to a close, palliative care and hospice care is going to come into play as well. So nurses, if you have an interest in geriatrics, this is the time to act. A lot of us know about the Institute of Medicine study that came out a few years ago that recommended that the majority of nurses be bachelors prepared by 2020. There are still lots of opportunities for practical nurses in long-term care, skilled nursing, assisted living, etc. And even though that discussion about getting more and more nurses bachelors prepared is underway, I don't really feel like LPNs and associate-level RNs are going to be phased out anytime soon. And I really think that that phasing out, if it ever really happens entirely, is going to take a lot longer than we think. Meanwhile, yes, there are facilities and employers out there who are only hiring nurses with a bachelor's degree. They're taking the Institute of Medicine recommendations very seriously. So yeah, we're seeing employers who don't want to hire nurses who are LPNs or RNs. That is not entirely across the board, of course. There are plenty of places that will hire RNs and LPNs. My home care agency still hires RNs. It's no problem for us. But this is changing. So in my way of thinking, earning a bachelor's of science in nursing is money well spent in the 21st century, depending on what you want to accomplish. And I recommend that you nurses who don't have a bachelor's consider that possibility, especially if you want as many doors open to you as possible. Having said that, in terms of long-term care and the care of elders in the next 10 to 20 years, I think LPNs and RNs are still going to find positions open to them. But just keep your ear to the track, keep reading the writing on the wall, and if you're an LPN or RN without a bachelor's, notice what's happening out there in the landscape. And if jobs are starting to be closed to you, it might be time to go back to school. Let's move on to advanced practice nursing. If you're interested in advanced practice, training as a nurse practitioner or even a doctor of nursing practice with a focus on geriatrics is going to serve you so well over the next 10, 20, or 30 years. It's really apparent to me that nurses with advanced practice training are gaining increasing levels of autonomy in states all over the U.S. and probably in other countries too. And there's legislation making its way through different legislative bodies of various states 
making it easier and easier for these highly trained nurses to practice without any direct supervision of a physician whatsoever, or maybe direct supervision for a certain number of hours. However, some states are looking at allowing nurse practitioners to be supervised by other nurse practitioners, not physicians, and I think this is a great thing. So bear in mind, there's an ongoing shortage of primary care physicians all over the United States because doctors are moving more towards those well-paying areas of specialty practice and away from primary care. So nurse practitioners and doctors of nursing practice, especially those who are specializing in geriatric medicine, they have so many chances to serve. And if you want to step into these roles you'll be really well positioned to do just that if you want to provide primary care to the elderly of your community. As opportunities for traditional geriatric nursing expand exponentially for RNs, LPNs, and advanced practice nurses and those with bachelor's degrees, for those of you who want to venture into the entrepreneurial space, there are going to be many, many ways in which you can serve as a business owner or nurse entrepreneur when it comes to this aging population. Over at RNFM Radio, we've talked a lot about concierge nursing, and Kevin has probably talked about it over at the Innovative Nurse Show, too. So concierge nursing is where nurses provide private services to patients and clients who don't really want to be bothered with the insurance system, They don't want to have the limitations imposed by insurance or the limitations of physician-based practice. Concierge medicine has also taken off where doctors are providing these services. And concierge nursing is on the runway. It's still in its infancy, but those concierge nursing services and businesses are growing every day. Basically, a concierge nurse, whether they're advanced practice or maybe have a bachelor's degree, These concierge nurses can start a business providing home-based nursing services to clients who are willing to pay a fee to receive those services. So some concierge nurses work alongside physicians, but some are realizing there's plenty that they can do. There's plenty they can offer to a willing public without having a physician involved and remaining within their scope of practice. So there are nurses offering geriatric case management privately, telephone-based geriatric health coaching, And who knows, a lot of you are so smart, you're so intelligent and savvy, you're going to come up with new ideas striving to meet the needs of this aging population. So let's talk about a potential scenario here. Bear with me and just indulge me on this. So Marsh is 80 years old. She lives alone in Pueblo, Colorado. She has a son and daughter. They both live on the East Coast. So Marsha can still drive, but her kids know you know, that's not going to last much longer. Mom's eyesight's going. She's not going to be able to drive and do all the things she needs to do forever. So she can cook for herself. But Marsha's feeling overwhelmed by her medications, what her doctors recommend for her to do, and she's having trouble managing her prescriptions, her health, her health care. She forgets to refill her scripts. She can't adjust to pre-filling a pill box, even though she forgets to take maybe 25% of the meds that she's supposed to take every day. So here we have a concierge geriatric nurse case manager who can step right in there, fix the situation, and make everything better for everyone. So let's say this concierge nurse is John. He's a registered nurse. He lives in Pueblo, Colorado, and he recently opened a business under his own LLC. 
Sir John provides specialty case management for frail elders who live within, say, 60 to 75 miles of his home office. So for a monthly fee, basically a retainer, John provides a set set of services. So this includes prescription management, med box prefills, coordination of care, and maybe he even accompanies some of his clients to their medical appointments if it seems really important. John employs a second nurse, and this nurse helps him cover the phones, so he has a nurse available to his clients and their families 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Once a week, John Skypes or chats by phone with Marsh's children. He uses an online platform that he purchased where he can track his clients. Marsha's kids can even log on to that website, check on Marsha, see when John is scheduled to visit, and they can send John messages, encrypted messages, within that platform. So, and if their schedules allow, John will Skype Marsha's children while he's at Marsha's house during his visit, so Marsha and John and the two kids chat on Skype about her health care and her prescriptions and what's going on while John's in the house. And John doesn't accept insurance, but He's actually aware some insurance companies might actually be interested in covering this kind of care, but he also sees his clients and their families don't really want an insurance company involved in this. They don't want the insurance company to dictate what John can and can't do with their family members, so they're willing to pay John's monthly fee to have this amazing service. And there are lots of families out there with frail elders who are willing to pay John's very reasonable fees and his services give them amazing peace of mind, keeps their elders home, living safely and relatively independently, keeps them healthier, keeps them out of the hospital, and keeps them on track with the recommendations of their doctors. So that's just one scenario. So let's look at the bigger picture. We're not sure how the healthcare industry, say, in the United States is going to continue to respond but it's pretty clear this population is entering their golden years. They're pretty savvy. They know what they want. And for those with the means, paying for a concierge service like John's is pretty much a no-brainer. So nurse entrepreneurs who want to fulfill that need, they can match their services with the demands of the consumers out there, and it's a win-win for everybody. And for your nurses who want to remain in a more traditional nursing role, there are lots of things you can do, and we can hope that there will be innovations in the care of the elderly that are going to increase efficiency and increase the quality of care in an upward direction for everybody. So the care of elders in this country hopefully will see an exponential expansion and improvement as this generation continues to age. So nurses, if you have an interest in geriatric nursing, you can think about carving yourself a niche in the hospital, in the long-term care facility, in a private physician's office, in ambulatory surgery centers, any other type of practice or facility. And if you want to venture out on your own, there's an enormous audience for what you have to offer, and you can come up with something really interesting, really intriguing, and maybe totally brand new. So mind you, on some level, this is uncharted territory, and we're venturing into it not totally blind, but we're not sure what's actually going to manifest. So some of you out there are going to blaze really new trails. You're going to offer services in a way that maybe haven't even been thought of or invented yet. But don't worry about that. Consumers sometimes drive the creation of the services and products that they want. 
On the other hand, sometimes you have to think about this. We have to create products or services that a consumer doesn't even know they need yet. So think back to the birth of the personal computer or maybe the smartphone. Did you know you needed a personal computer before they were on the market? Did you know that you needed a smartphone? No. Those companies, those thinkers and innovators out there created a product, and now we're also dependent on them. We can't imagine life without them. So certain types of healthcare-related services are the same way. If you have the courage to create a new niche, a new product, a new service, see what the reaction is to that product or niche or service, and perhaps you'll be really pleasantly surprised that there is an audience for what you have to offer. So if you're interested in geriatrics, this Silver Tsunami Express is a train that you can hop aboard, you can innovate, you can create something new, you can tag along with something that's already happening. You can work collaboratively. You can cross-pollinate with other businesses and other healthcare providers and the children of this population. You never know what you could create. So if working with this particular population is of interest to you, if you feel like you have the skills, the patience, the compassion, the ideas, the notion to innovate, to make something new, to care for elders in a way that's really going to make great lives for them, that's going to give their loved ones peace of mind, and that's going to give you a decent paycheck to live your own life. This is a win-win on every level for everyone involved in this calculation. You know, the baby boomers are aging. We know they're retiring. We know they're moving into their golden years, and they want to be taken care of well. And if we want to meet them there, if we want to meet them in that space with compassion and with services that meet their needs, everyone will benefit, you can benefit, and you can bring a lot of joy and peace of mind to so many elders and their families around the country and around the world. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I hope this was inspiring. I hope that those of you who feel it in your heart to work with frail elders or even the non-frail elderly, you'll see to it to enter into that particular space, that that ecosystem of healthcare is perfect for you. Find the opportunity, find the niche that works for you, and just go for it. And I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear about your successes, your challenges, and how you're finding ways to innovate and create the opportunities that you need for your career. Thanks for listening, folks. This is episode 14 of The Nurse Keith Show. I'll be back soon. And I wish you a lovely day. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development. Be sure to follow the show on iTunes, follow at Nurse Keith on Twitter, like Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook, and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, keep moving your career forward, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.